On the cover, Alina's face is tilted 90 degrees as though she were laying on the ground. In the foreground, a metallic liquid drips into a puddle forming on the ground in front of her. In the reflection in her pupil, we see an enormous form rising over a dark forest. Are you seeking thrilling tales of adventure and superheroics? Do you crave the weekly drama of teenage hijinks and high school angst? Then don't miss the next issue of These Protean City Comics. This issue featuring... I'm Alina. The rest is need to know. Call me Quint. I'm not the hero you think I am. My name is Catherine Slaman II, but just Cat is fine. I'm Mystic. Magic comes naturally, but keeping it contained does not. Now with our heroes assembled, let's turn the page on this issue of Protean City Comics. This is Protean City Comics, issue number 111. Welcome to the hunt. On the first page of the comic, uh, we are going to start with Alina. You uh, have have returned home to your bunker. You haven't probably been here in a while because you've been living with the appointed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're settling in. You... You haven't been. I, I'm imagining. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm imagining a scenario in which you, you, you're sort of, you're probably spending some time, some downtime. Like you don't have to be, you don't have to be on anymore. You don't have to be alert and watching out for your back. Like this is a safe place, right? Yeah. So where, where in the in this bunker are you relaxing? Where do we, where do we find you? There's a inner bunker. So there's okay. a, a bunker within the bunker. So uh, it was built in the 50s. 60s and kind of left alone Uh, Alina goes down there because the couch doesn't smell as bad (laughs) is it a place that like even the asset has forgotten is part of this this larger bunker yeah pretty much so it's a place yeah I imagine that also that now that you're back he's he's tried to like have some like awkward fatherly kind of conversations with you so maybe you're even like there trying to escape that awkward conversation there's there's a it's kind of like a freshman in college comes back um, home yeah. after going away to school for, you know, a semester. And the parent is like, well, you still have a curfew. And <laughs> it becomes kind of obvious to both parties involved that it's like, no, I don't. <laughs> like, yeah. We, so you're hanging it, out. Yeah. Alina has tried to get it like some sort of hobby. Because she's been looking at things very analytically, and um, it was it was kind of starting to freak her out. Like every time she would walk into, you know, uh, a coffee shop, she you know note ingress, egress, you know, mm-hmm. uh, possible threats, and so she's been trying to knit okay. <laughs> to calm her mind. But she doesn't have knitting needles. She has crochet hooks. Okay. So w- who knows what she's actually doing? Okay. It might be macrame. So, you, so you're there. You're like you're you're laying on this couch. You're trying to 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 reverse engineer how to knit using the wrong tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just trying to like turn your brain off a little bit. You're trying to just like get out of the moment, get out of the space, uh, and readjust to this world. And. Mm-hmm. You are struggling because there is just this like drip, 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 drip of of something is dripping in this bunker, which shouldn't happen because you are, it's a, first of all, it's a bunker, it should be totally safe. But also, you know that like you're in an area where like you're not near the kitchen area, so there shouldn't be pipes running, and you have a rough idea of where you are in relation to the rest of the bunker. There shouldn't be pipes anywhere near you. There shouldn't be any water. Like you're mm-hmm. you're, and it's just really annoying, and it won't stop. Mm-hmm. So I uh, get up out off the couch, and um, I investigate. So. Pretty quickly, because I think it's actually very close to the couch where where this this drip is. You can see that from the ceiling there is like up. You like you 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 just see something move in your vision, and this drop of liquid um, 
drops past you and splashes on the ground and you look up and you can kind of see on the concrete um there's a crack like a big crack running through the ceiling of the concrete and when you look back down there's um it drop there's something is dripping through this crack and on the on the ground um next to you there's a a slowly growing pool of like silvery metallic liquid that cannot be good uh, Alina's going to try and um, climb up the ladder out of the bunker. Uh, and <laughs> I don't know, find a hazmat suit. Okay. I think that you definitely have a hazmat suit. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that's, I don't know where it is in the bunker, but I'm almost certain that the asset has one or two. Um, mm-hmm. So you're able to find that. Are you going to, are you going to put it on and, and come back? Is that your plan? Yeah. I'm also, I'll, I'll there'll just be a brief panel where um, Alina pass, you know, gets the hazmat suit on, and um, and as she passes, you just see a few different other like smaller sizes of hazmat from mm. when she was younger. <laughs> and I mean, he just held on to them because you never know. Like maybe yeah. if she ever has kids, she might want to have the same hazmat suit. So when you come back, mm-hmm. um, you can see that. Where this was once, like when you left, it was like just a drip, drip kind of thing. Now there is like a steady stream of this liquid pouring out of the the ceiling. And the crack is actually getting bigger. Um, And the pool now, which when you left, it was like this maybe like two, three inch uh, diameter, um, little like just something someone had spilled, basically. Mm -hmm. And now it is like maybe a, a foot and a half wide pool of liquid and it seems like it doesn't the thing that's weird about it too is that it doesn't seem like it's like normally if you just like pour out a glass of water it'll sort of splatter and um and and spray all over the ground this is really staying coherent as a puddle and it is this weird like again metallic-y liquid that that is just like it doesn't really move but it looks it's just a very weird looking mm-hmm. so um can i assess the situation sure <laughs> Um, so give me a roll plus superior. Uh, seven plus two. It's a nine. Okay, so a nine? Yes. Um, so you get to ask one of the questions from the list. What here can I use to um, identify this liquid? I've got some swabs. I've got some radiation detectors. Um, Alina grabs a match of one of those fireplace matchsticks from the 50s that didn't have any of the 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 child hazard stuff put on, so it so maybe that's not a great idea, but she starts poking at it with Okay. Before you do that, let me answer the question. Okay. There is almost certainly something in the bunker somewhere where you could perform a um a more thorough uh chemical analysis of this liquid if you took a sample um and and brought it up there i think the asset has a not a huge but a small chemical lab um where where they can where he can test stuff um and and sort of do some investigation um but yeah you are gonna have to bring a sample up to this lab in order to to be able to like it's a big it's a big machine that's like you can't bring it down here it's not like a little reader okay well then, the, the, it's fortunate I took I took a sample kit with me when when I put mm-hmm. the hazmat suit on, um, and um, get out a little test tube and just sort of dip it into the the silvery substance. Okay. When you when you like reach down to to take a little bit of a sample of this uh, into a test tube. Um, as soon as you touch this liquid, you experience maybe the strangest sensation that you have felt in a long time. Um, and you are a person who has experienced some strange things because you've fought some supervillains and like you have some powers of your own. So maybe your friends have some powers of your own. It feels like someone is drinking your s your whole thing through a straw and you're being like slurped up through like from your toes up through your body into your hands 
into the 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 um into the 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 test tube and into this puddle and then actually like you can feel your whole thing kind of going up into the puddle and then up into the into the um the stream up into the ceiling and you just kind of like black out for a second oh, no. <laughs> and and when you come to you are laying in a forest at night. Wow. Great. In a hazmat suit. Yes. Let me tell you about this forest. This is what you see as you're laying on your back. You look up and you can see around you that um, kind of in, in, your, in your peripheral vision, you, you, it's, it's a little bit fuzzy. And for a moment, you think that it's like you're, you're, it's something in your eyes. But as you sort of adjust and come to fully and like really um, become present in your body again you realize that in fact it's it's not it's just very thick fog that's kind of hovering around like your body as you're laying on the ground and you're looking up and there are these trees um, and they are they are brownish purple like they're a little bit off from what a tree should look like and they're really tall and they form and they and they don't have any low uh, branches they form like a high canopy above you um, and through the gaps in the canopy you see the darkest space that you have ever seen and and beyond that bright stars stars like you've probably never seen being someone who lived in a city um, mm-hmm. this is truly what the the night sky looks like um, when there's no ambient light around to 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 um, mess with that um, and and so you're kind of just laying on your back in fog in this well, weird, creepy forest. Either there was some LSD in those canned peaches, or this is like the third time Alina's been just shoved <laughs> into another dimension. Like this might as well. Like so, she's just sort of, all right. She's okay, probably not even so, really phased by it anymore. She's just like, all right. So now, where am I? Okay. Uh, this seems like well, uh, there are more trees than the time Death Shroud was around, and I guess I'll look out for somebody with a, you know, a non-watch, a void watch. <laughs> Oh, and um, so maybe this is one of um, the 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 other Alina's um, universes. Maybe there was some time wimey stuff. So as you're laying there, kind of with all of this running through your brain, like mm-hmm. not even really worried too much about where you are, because like because again, you've this has happened to you a bunch. You're just mm-hmm. sort of really like just running through the possibilities in your mind of where you could possibly be. Um, you hear a sound like shattering glass. Okay. And and following and it, and it, and it like it, it's weird though because normally like when a plane of like when a when a pane of gra- glass shatters um because someone has thrown something through it or dropped it there's like, like this one kind of like splash of of that of that of that glass shattering sound but this goes on a little bit longer than than what you would expect it's like it's and it's not like someone is shattering a bunch of panes of glass it's like this weird almost like rippling of glass breaking and it kind of almost after it stops rings in your ears a little bit um and then you hear thump 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 as three other presumably person-sized forms uh fall to the ground next to you or in your area I roll into uh, three-point stands and um, regard the forms in front of me. Okay. Mystic, Quint, and Kat, would you describe what Alina sees? Uh, yeah. So the, the first one to land is going to be an uh, Asian teenager. He is wearing um, a button-up shirt with a sweater over it and um, with his collar popping out of it. His sleeves are rolled up and he's wearing jeans. Um, but most conspicuously, he is wearing a domino mask with glasses over it. And um, his hair right now is um, blonde, um, but you can very clearly see blue roots uh, um, beneath them, um, which is his natural hair color. Um, and he gets up and looks around and, oh, great. 
creepy forest. I'm really hoping this is more unicorns and less giant spiders this time. The next one to land uh, is a very large woman, about uh, 6'3", 6'4", just like built like a professional fighter. Just like peak physical strength. Uh, Wearing a a black t-shirt and black cargo pants with... Uh, more pockets than you could reasonably fit onto a pair of pants. Every girl's dream. She sort of picks herself up. <laughs> she's got a, um, a pink and blue scarf wrapped around her, her shoulders and the lower part of her face. And she's carrying a, ver- a rather large uh, glowing spear. She looks around. It's like, ah, shit. And uh, the third form to land is uh, another teenage girl, not as tall. Uh, she's wearing a brightly colored super suit um, that has a, a lot of gray, but also a lot of uh, bright lavender purple. And on the sides of her legs, she has uh, bright teal cutouts. And um, she's got long black and green hair uh, that's tied into two ponytails on either side of her face. And she's wearing a sort of see-through um, visor that works as her superhero mask, but you can also see her eyes through it. Uh, that's a bright purpley color like the rest of her suit. And she's got um, something about her skin is like kind of glowing a little bit, and you can see that it's br- much brighter at the palms of her hands. Probably the way this happens is after you hear the first like thump of someone landing, you roll up and look towards them. And what you see is actually that um, th- that next to you, because the th- the forest is kind of um, sprawling, um, and 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 there isn't too much sort of uh, there isn't too much up and down to it. It's it's really kind of weirdly flat. Um, but there is a little bit of a, a divot up around um, a little bit of a crater, and so you can see that um, y- you sort of have a suspicion based off of, of where um, you see Quint land. Um, but then as Kat and Mystic, uh, as they, as they are, are sort of enter this whole scene, um, they actually are being hurled up out of this um, divot. And they like fly kind of up a little bit and then fall to the ground. Almost like something was like shooting them up out of this 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 little like crater and when you look around behind you there is there is another one not too far from where you are um that presumably maybe you are hurled out of okay new friends uh i'm down uh, um perhaps forgetting that she's in a hazmat suit <laughs> she approaches with you know hands sufficiently raised non-threatening Hello, I come in peace. Can you tell me your names? I am Alina. Oh, uh, hey, I'm Kat. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. So sometimes, sometimes <laughs> when we when I travel through these rifts, they're not always human compatible <laughs> or friendly. Oh, yeah, that happens sometimes. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mystic. We're also not from here okay good all right well welcome i'm gonna guess why you're wondering why i all brought you here me too (laughs) i have no idea Uh, i'm mostly wondering accident (laughs) (laughs) i'm mostly wondering about the hazmat suit that's um not normal attire oh oh um (laughs) you know you're from a radioactive dimension is that a thing cat are there radioactive dimensions yes um, Great. Uh, no, I. This was just a, a precaution. Uh, whatever brought me here looked toxic. Uh, so, uh, but the 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 suit didn't seem to prevent it from taking me. Mystic is nodding her head. <laughs> yeah. Uh So, uh it, you didn't come the same way I did. Uh d- did you choose to come here? Yeah, it's fine. Just things, things happen sometimes, you know. 
sometimes dimensions that too close together may collide, and there's all sorts of weird like rifts, and it happens a lot when dimensions occupy like the same probability space. Don't worry about it. You kind of get used to it. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I don't know if I said my Melina. Yes. Um, <laughs> cool. What do you guys <laughs> usually do after this? Like, I, I saw. Will- Usually Oops, around this time, we're being attacked by something. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Either we get attacked or... And everyone wait 10 seconds. <laughs> well, yeah. Usually the first person we run into isn't someone who is also as confused as we are about where we are. Okay. It doesn't look like this is going to go away on its own. Sometimes there's just a little bump in transit, and then we get pulled back onto the right course. This is not that time. So now we have a problem. And then you hear the sound of a like a like a gas motor revving up, um, and something that sounds a lot like drilling, like like imagine the sound of like a, a, a well being drilled or something that is drilling into the ground. You can hear it off in the distance in the forest, um, a little bit away from you. I'm gonna charge my burn. Okay. <laughs> so I'm hearing that, and I'm like, oh, I have to be on edge now. Uh, that's a nine plus conditions. I have four conditions, uh, so that's a full hit. Um, okay. So that means you get to keep three burn. Yep, I get three. Tell us what that looks like as you as you charge your burn. Right. So um, for Junie, when she's charging her burn, it's often like um, kind of like a flare of light on her skin, um, where. You can see she was already a little bit on edge before this, but now you can see that it it, uh, suddenly gets much brighter where it's very obvious, oh, that's coming from her. Um, And then it it concentrates uh, specifically in her hands at the end. So it's almost like she has two like balls of light in her hands, but it's really just so bright there that it looks like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, And... So as you're as you are maybe now on on edge a little bit as you hear this kind of like engine sound um, off in the distance as you look around and are sort of taking in your in your environment again now um, another I think a new thing that you'll you'll notice is that each of the craters around you so Alina there's the two there's the one that you saw these three pop out of and the one that you would sort of assume maybe you came out of um, there's actually a whole bunch of them now like you, as you're sort of looking around taking taking um, assessing this a little bit more there's um there's they're not close and they're not uniform they're just sort of scattered um Mm. and the thing you didn't notice the first time is that they all have this like big kind of metal tube um uh that is that is running into them and then running off into the distance in the direction of this this um engine sound quint turns to uh alina um i uh call me quint uh so if how are you in dangerous situations? If you're any less than an 11 out of 10, you may want to stay back. I think I'll be able to handle myself. <laughs> All right. That makes uh, our lives easier. So uh, Alina's going to start sneaking. Okay. Towards the sound of the drilling. Okay. To see, see what's, what's going on. I'm going to be in the back because I am the least stealthy of us and, and i'm very, very aware glowing. of that yeah and i'm <laughs> glowing and i think that since i see that she is starting to self i'm like quieting the light a little bit so it's 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 still there but it's not so bright i wrestle with um the the zipper on the sh- <laughs> the suit because it keeps crinkling so oh god <laughs> yeah Just sort of uh finally get it off and then proceed more quietly <laughs> Okay, so you're ditching the hazmat suit? Yes. Uh, okay. Cat will s- sneak up with Elena, uh, mm-hmm. doing a couple like short-range teleports to avoid any particularly dense patches of mm-hmm. foliage. Mm-hmm. Overall, it's pretty it's pretty sparse. Um, the trees do this thing to where when you look off into the distance, they're they look like they're thicker, but then as you kind of get closer to them as you're moving through this forest, there's like an eye that you're in that's a little clearing. And as you move, it's like the clearing moves with you and that as the trees sort of change density around you. So you never like you always look off in the distance and see yourself moving towards a denser forest, but you never quite get there. Um, but the things do change and there isn't a lot of underbrush. Um and 
eventually as you're moving through this forest you find your way to you start to you get closer to where this 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 drilling sound is coming from and you you find yourself um looking out over a there's another one of the the divot kind of crater shaped things and there is this um big machine that is on top of it. Um, it is maybe a, like you could probably get your arms around it. Um, that's how kind of how wide it is. And it's, it's maybe six feet tall. Um, and it has these kind of like three or four big robot like legs that are, cl- that are like standing on, on, on four sides of the, of the divot. And it's sort of this like cylinder that is descending and there's a drill bit in the bottom um presumably and you can see that it's drilling into the into the center of this crater and 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 at the sort of maybe a third of the way up from this drill there is a another one of those metal tubes um that is that is running off adjacent to the crater and then down the same direction that the rest of the the tubes are running in and there are three hooded figures standing around this machine um and you can't quite see them and they are they're all because they're all facing towards the machine um one of them is kind of like poking at it um one is sort of looking at the pipe and making sure that they i think they're maybe even crouched over they have a little device they're using to to inspect the pipe with and there's a there's a third that has a um it's a it's like a tablety looking thing that uh, has a a light that comes out of it, and they're they're leaning over, peering at down down into this crater, um, and uh, you can kind of see as they turn a little bit, maybe that underneath their their hoods, you can kind of see they have slightly elongated noses, um, but you can't really see too much more than that, um, and they are talking to e- to them to each other, but in kind of like hushed, whispered voices, you can't quite pick up on what they're saying. So what do you think are the chances that this is perfectly normal and benign and that we don't have to do anything? Well, those hoods don't exactly look OSHA regulation. Maybe their OSHA is a little bit different here. I mean, maybe it's different dimensions. Me. About uh, 20%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So who wants to go poke at the, uh, the hive and see what comes out? I mean, can I just... Um try to see try to see more from here and like just <laughs> assess the situation by looking Absolutely. really hard um, yeah you you're a yeah. little ways back and there are, and there are there is like a, there 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 are enough trees like you're far enough away from them that you can kind of even maybe dart between the trees and they're very focused so yeah if you want to take a moment uh give me that roll so i got a 6 on the dice um okay. with no modifiers it's just a 0 so it's a 6 alina um hands her uh her field binoculars don't ask where they came from oh thanks pockets i'm sure alina has pockets pockets are important it's important to always have binoculars on you yeah okay so with that assistance then that gets to a to a seven so um then you get to ask one question so uh what here is the biggest threat um it's not it's not like that one in the middle is the strongest they're the biggest threat (laughs) and it's more like Whatever they're doing with this drill does not feel right, and it feels like the way that you that you traveled here feels like it. Like you, you've 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 traveled between dimensions, um, and 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 are, are at least aware of the idea that that maybe there are other people out there who travel between different dimensions in different ways than the way you do. Um, but the way that you traveled here felt it felt wrong it felt like something had broken in the sort of in the universe like you you didn't like you didn't smoothly travel here it felt like something broke or snapped and you and you and you came through here and you're getting the sense that what these people are doing is if not causing that related to it like what they're doing here is is not good yeah, I think it even it manifests as just like this pit in your stomach of like you just have this sense that what they're like that this place is important in some way and the fact that they are drilling something out of it is not not good. Okay. Okay. Cat, something is wrong here. I feel like they're doing something to like the whatever portal we t- came through. Something between the dimensions is happening strangely because of whatever they're doing. Do you know anything about stuff like this? 
I know it's different than the way that you've traveled before. Yeah, I mean, most people aren't stupid enough to, like, do whatever it is these guys are trying to do. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in and take a closer look. And Kat's gonna try and teleport over to the drill. Okay. Out of sight of the hooded figures. She's trying to position herself close to the drill, but okay. not easily seen by the hooded figures. Can you describe what that teleport looks like? You've mentioned that you can teleport before. What is it? What is it? Give us that visual. Uh, this, it's a very simple teleportation. Uh, one moment, Kat is standing there, and the next minute, she's gone and appears somewhere else. And there's like a slight little whoosh of air as air comes to fill the gap left by Kat. Okay. Um, and. So you get you get closer, and and I think that it's quiet enough that they, that you don't alert these folks um, to your presence. And as you get closer, I think there there are there are two things that you kind of immediately notice, which is that now that you're closer to this 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 drill, you can see up and over into this um, into this crater, and you can see that there is a pool of met- metallic kind of pale liquid inside of it. Um, and as the drill drills more. The, the liquid is kind of being slurped up into it. And as you're looking at the pipe, you can see now that it's a little bit more see-through than maybe you thought initially. And you can, it's clearly got liquid flowing through it. Um, and on the side of the the drill, we'd like punch in for a, a close-up panel. Um, it has a clear, like, there's a whole bunch of really, really kind of um, foreign-looking um circuit boards and and mechanical things and but then in the right in the middle it has a clear plaque that says peer review test labs dimensional liquid drill and pump that's not good yeah uh let's see uh i'm also going to try and assess the situation okay are you getting closer to or are you staying back uh i've got the binoculars so i'm gonna stay back a little bit (laughs) okay so give me that roll five six seven nine so you could ask one question from the list okay what here can I use to maybe shut down the machine? Um, it is definitely, I don't know about shut down the machine, but the, so because of the way this drill is sort of, it's it's like a, um, it is like a tall, it has like these spider legs. And so if you were to do something to one of those spider legs, it would probably topple over in a way that would prevent it from being able to continue to drill downwards at least, and that would stop whatever it was doing. Ooh, but that seems like maybe... (laughs) Maybe a bit much. Maybe a bit like I don't want to do that right away (laughs) if I don't have to. I'm going to turn to them. I, I, I don't see any sort of emergency shut off, but that liquid was exactly what I saw before I got sucked into a test tube and blarfed here. (laughs) Great. So um, I have insecure, so I'm going to do something dumb. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just get up and walk towards them and wave and go, hey, do you guys have a bathroom I could use? Oh, he's my least favorite now. <laughs> I'm like, I, I see him doing that. I'm like, uh, I think about saying something and then you see me quickly duck behind a tree. Um, I love insecure. It's my favorite condition. Cat <laughs> will watch and just shake so, her head. So are, are you are you walking over again, just so that I'm clear about where our spacing is? Are you walking over so that when they turn around and look at you, they're are they going to see Cat? Are you trying to position yourself sort of? Opposite. I, I will at least uh, try to position myself as a distraction. Okay. Um, Cat will hide. <laughs> okay, that too. Um, so these these three figures kind of stop and turn and look at you. And as they look at you, you can clearly see that they have um, they have um, like uh, big like mouse like um, faces. Um, they're very, they're very, they have a very strong, like, rodent, uh, nose. Um, they have whiskers that kind of stick out. Um, and as they, and again, now you can also see as they turn in to look at you that they have, um, furry clawed hands. Um, and, and one of them, the one that was kind of like looking over into the, into the, the, the crater looks up and from, from their device and says, this might trigger, uh, are you watching closely? Um, okay. if you, 
think this is enough of a distraction for them. If that's um, what you're I'm trying totally to do, cool yeah. not. If you're doing it as a distraction, then definitely give me that role. Either these guys are just going to go and attack me and we know that they're bad, making life a lot easier. <laughs> or um, like maybe they'll actually just go let me use the bathroom and maybe... But either way... Uh, yeah. You're trying to convince them that you're here <laughs> accidentally or not, yeah. whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, roll plus superior. That is a 10. Okay. So on a 10, you could actually choose three of these. Wow. That is, uh, you get to choose, an, uh, you get an opportunity, you expose a weakness or flaw, you confuse them for some time, or you avoid further entanglement. Um, I'm going to do uh, confuse them for some time. Let's expose a weakness or flaw. And I think um, avoid further entanglement. So they, yeah, so they turn towards you. You see that they sort of have these road interfaces. Um, and one of them says, we have a restroom back on the ship. Where did, did how did you get here? Uh, you can't, you can't come to our ship. Do you, uh, you should go back, back where you came from. Leave this place. That's a bit of a problem because I don't know how I got here. Well, then at least go away. Go walk away. Don't, don't look at, don't look here. Don't, 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 uh, don't interfere with our plan. Don't interfere, don't interfere with the, um, with the, uh, with the freeing, uh, you should leave. You should, uh, you, you're, you're, you're in danger here. Well, I mean, wouldn't it be safer if, you know, if you're more experienced to let me up and at least use the bathroom so I don't like, you know, we on the weird metallic stuff. Uh, uh, and, and they, they like turn towards each other to kind of like converse in a, in a, in a sort of different language that you don't understand. Um, and they seem very confused. Like they haven't, they had not really thought that through. And, and, um, and the, the one turns back and, and says, no, you should just leave. You can't, you can't be here. You can't be part of the ceremony. You do, you haven't earned it. You're not, you don't, you're not, you're not, um, you don't, um, you don't deserve to be here. You should just leave and go away and, uh, and, and not be involved. Don't involve yourself in this. It's not, uh, come on, Mickey, be a pal. Um, I think that if you're trying to convince them to genuinely bring them back to your, bring you back to their ship, that you should roll to provoke. I will totally do that. That's probably also a uh, foolhardy, but hey, why not? That is a 13. Oh boy. Okay. So, so on a 10 plus, they rise to the bait and they do what you want. Um, so they, they huddle back up and... And kind of like squeak at each other for a moment, and then they turn. actually squeak at each other. It's it's like it's a, it's, a, it's a definitively a language, and it's mm-hmm. a deeper squeak because they are not mouse sized. But mm-hmm. it's it's like if squeaking evolved into a language of some sort. Um, and so Great. they kind of talk, and a different one than the one who spoke to you before turns and says, "All right, come with us quickly. You can d- do your business and get out. Uh, and then as soon as you are done, you will leave, and you will not come back here, and you will find your way back to your own home. We can't help you with that, um, but we will, we will, we will accommodate you. But don't look at anything. You're not allowed to look at this. You can't see the ritual. Uh, it's not for you. It's not for you. It's for us. <laughs> um, sure. And like Quint will put his um, hands up to his eyes, like he's trying to um, have blinders on while um, he is going to look around. Of course, but he's going to try and act like okay. he's not. Okay. Um, and they will take one more moment, um, looking back at this machine, this drill to make sure that it is, it has finished now. Um, uh, as you like walk towards them, you can see into this crater and there is no longer any liquid left in this crater. Um, and so one of them kind of lifts up the tablet and, and connects it to the, the device for a second, hits something on a screen and the drilling sound winds down. And, um, and now you can just hear like the pump running as the rest of the liquid is being, um, pushed along this, this pipe and, um, and then they they disconnect the thing and they they carry it along and and one of them sort of like gestures with two hands and is like come with us come quickly don't don't, don't look um you're not part of the ceremony you don't deserve to be part of the ceremony but you can use the restroom and then you can leave yep not not um, part of the ceremony no ceremony at all what ceremony and they just they I think they don't <laughs> even answer that they're just gonna gesture and and lead you along the the piping back towards cool. into the distance. So what do the rest of you do as Quint <laughs> just like steps up and then moves with these people? Now, uh, in the as he is going to um, use the facilities um, <laughs> on the spaceship, are all of the other figures following him yes. into? They're, okay. they're done here. They're all going back together. All right. So um, and but they're leaving. the The drill is yes. The too drill big is staying here. They're just leaving. All right. There. All right, so I'm gonna go closer in for uh, go in for a closer look as into the device. 
Okay. And see what kind of pumpy pump it is. <laughs> okay. Um, so it it looks pretty much like what you'd expect. It's it's almost like um, it's almost a little comically like what you'd expect. Like it, it is. It looks like a lightsaber hilt, where it's got like a bunch of different sizes, and it has a whole bunch of different um, uh, switches and machines and stuff on it. It has the plaque. It has the um, PRL uh, logo on it. Um, it has like as you get closer and look, it has a um, it has one of those like three-headed um, drill heads um, that you can see is pulling up out of this hole where it has drilled down into through this little crater and into the reservoir that's below. Um, and you can see that it's definitely designed to to pump up liquids. Um, the, the actual pipe itself kind of comes up and I said connects like maybe one third of the way up and it's actually designed to uh, disconnect uh, and pop off so you could pop another uh, another tube onto it. Um, and the, um, I think that if you, you kind of get the sense that there's enough machinery around these legs that if you had that controller, this thing might be able to move on its own. Like it might be able to walk. Like there's more gadgetry and, and, and sort of robotics here than you would need for just a stabilizing drill mm-hmm. setup. I think I like carefully went up there with Alina, um, and I, I'm just gonna like look at her and say like, do you think we should just like spill the goo out. I don't know if we would necessarily go back to where well, we Well, without without t- being under it and touching it. That's true. Should we wait for Quint to uh maybe come back though before we break Should open we- another crack uh, open Kat another will, uh appear near Elena and Mystic. I'm going to go follow Quint, make sure nothing bad happens to him. And I'll be back. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll be here. Okay. And Kat will go off and follow the rodent people and keep an eye on Quint. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to, our next panel is going to follow your teleport um, and, and jump back up to Quint as you, um, you travel through the, the woods a little bit. And after a, after a, a little while, um, it's again, it's the same weird, like sliding, um, opening in the, in the forest where you always feel like you're in the middle of a, of a, of a, uh, an opening and it feels like the forest certainly is going to get denser in front of you. Uh, and it doesn't, you're, it always sort of seems to, to slide away, um, just over the horizon, which is super weird because again, this whole place is very flat except for the odd crater here and there. Um, and as you are walking through, you see that, um, there are a lots, there are lots of these other craters all around and they all have a, a, a tube running to them. Um, and every once in a while here or there, you'll see one that has another drill, uh, unit standing next to it. Um, like maybe they were kind of moving it around between areas, but there maybe were more than one team working uh, on drilling. Um, and they, and as you, so that's, as you, as you make your way through this forest, um, they, you can tell that they are, that these, these sort of rodent, um, figures are getting, they're getting antsier. They're, they're starting to second guess. Like they're, they're talking to each other in a way that, um, you don't understand the language, but clearly it's nervous and they're starting to second guess their decision to bring you here. Um, but they're, <laughs> but they, they haven't stopped moving and they haven't stopped you from coming with them. Um, cool. and as you sort of, you, you break through into a much larger clearing and, um, and the, so what you can kind of see here is there is, um, it's a big open clearing. To one side, there is this large spaceship. Think it looks a little bit like a fish skeleton. Um, mm. And so there is like there's a head at the front that is very like fish head like, where you can see it in the where like the eyes of the fish would be. There are these domes of of um, glass, and in there you can see other hooded figures moving around. And in the back, where the the tail of the fish would be, instead there are. Uh, like big thrusters that are what propel this thing through space. And in sort of underneath these ribs um, of the, the fish, there are these large tanks um, and the tanks are all filled with that glowing kind of uh, weird metallic milky liquid. Uh, and in fact, as you get closer, you can see that all of the tubes are running into the ship. Um, 
And then from the top of the ship, uh, so I guess also as the rest of this area, um, there are these big, um, there are a bunch of those like freestanding generator lights that they use um, at like football fields and like little league baseball fields and stuff like that, where it's like a, it's a, a, a cart that wheels out and they turn it on. And it has like a huge 20 uh, foot tall, like um, support beam with these enormous lights. And these, there are all these enormous lights that are um, set up around. And so you can kind of see in the center of this big area, there's like a huge crack, a rend in the earth here. There are no trees. It's just like there's a, um, and there's, it's just like, it's, it's weird because again, it looks like, um, it looks like shattered glass. It doesn't look like shattered earth. It doesn't look, it doesn't look like um, the way that like, if you, if there if there's an earthquake or something and and there's a break in in earth it kind of tends to uh deform and 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 sort of pill up in the sides and stuff like that and this is not doing that this looks like someone took this world and shattered it like a pane of glass and it almost hurts your mind to look at because it kind of almost doesn't really make sense the way it's physically moving and and poking up through the middle of it is this kind of like big coned um void in space like you can't see anything you can't even like it's you can kind of only only because you're moving towards like around the edge of this this big clearing towards the ship can you even get a sense of the shape but it's this big like formless uh thing and it sort of almost reflects the stars around uh up 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 above and you can see like reflections of the 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 um the covering of the the trees um and from the top of the ship um they have uh, there are m- much larger tubes that are running out to um, either side of the crack, um, and one that's running up to there's like a uh, a cone uh, tip that is sitting on the very top of this uh, dark, weird void space. Cool. Um, so on the way here, um, I do want to do a few things. So my okay. uh, Quint's powers are um, psychic weapons and emotional manipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, so with his psychic weapons, he's, um, popping up a, um, like a psychic blue knife, a couple paces behind him and like leaving score marks and stuff for someone to follow. Mm. Um, and, uh, during the, uh, the walk, he is trying to tamp down their nervousness and mm-hmm. actually pump up their curiosity. Um, okay. because I figure if they're asking me questions, they're, uh, or if they're curious about me, they'll talk to me and maybe I can get more stuff out of them uh, that way. Yeah. Um, I think that you, that is super, I think that's going to be super easy for you. I think that these people, like they don't put up a lot of, um, like they don't have a whole lot of mental resistance to this. Mm-hmm. They are, they're hyper-focused in this task and that I think has left them, like the rest of their minds, like kind of open for your manipulation. Um, and so as you, as you move into this, this final clearing and they start to bring you around towards the spaceship, um, there are, and I think you, you also see there are now other, other hooded figures moving around this, this clearing doing different things. Um, and one of them is going to say, well, so how did you get here? How did, if you don't, if you don't, uh, if you don't have a spaceship that has a bathroom on it, then how did you get here? Yeah. Uh, there was this like weird pool of the, of the stuff. And, um, I think maybe I got too close to it and kind of got slurped. It wasn't a pleasant feeling. Um, and one of them is going to turn the one that was, that asked you that question turns to the other one and kind of like pushes him a little bit. And it's just like, wait, did you miss one? Did we miss one? You didn't, if if we, if they found out that we missed one, then you're going to get in trouble. This was, this was on you. And then I was like, no, 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 we, we got everything that was out there. We didn't, uh, there was no, there were no leftover. uh, Where did, where did you, was there a tube? Did we, when you came out, when you were looking around, was it still full? Did we, or did we, did we drain it like the others? Um, at least where I landed, there wasn't really a, um any tubes as it just a little puddle really um uh, so uh if you guys missed something should we go back and get it i can i can help you uh, we can uh once i once i use your bathroom uh we can head back and uh and uh clean up uh, and and they kind of look at each other for a second and the one's like no we definitely got everything and the other one says well we have to go back and check we can't we can't have missed anything we need it all yeah uh but can can we hurry? I I really need to use the facilities. Um, and so they were, are going to to hustle you forward to their <laughs> ship, and 
um, and sort of just like once like they're so they're gonna it, you're you're going into the fish head part of the ship. There's like a big ramp that's down already that leads up into this ship, and, and when you get up there, you can see kind of to your left there is a, a very distinct cockpit. Uh, room that has a couple of hooded figures in it, um, and all of these people are wearing hoods. Like they weren't, mm. they weren't doing this just to like hide themselves <laughs> from you or any like onlookers. Like they are every single person that you see here is wearing a hood. Um, this is just their uniform. Um, and the one points you to a room right by the door. Uh, uh, that it, that it is a that as as you move closer to it, it slides open and there's a there's a restroom that has all sorts of kinds of um, <laughs> all sorts of bathrooms. Yeah, all sorts of different <laughs> shapes of of receptacle for whatever it is that there's you need like to do. Like cedar litter box <laughs> yeah. and a bidet. Um, and the door slides closed behind you. And I think with that door sliding closed, we're going to cut back to. Um, let's cut back to uh, Mystic and Alina. So what are you doing back in the woods by this uh, by this drill? I guess we could be like looking to see if they left any controls around, if like any buttons or um, panels that tell us what's going on are accessible to us. They were using a tablet earlier, but I, I don't know if maybe there's a matching one that's like attached to the drill. Um, <laughs> no go. Go ahead. No, I there's there's a there's a connection point where you saw the person sort of connect their the tablet to it. Um but um I'm trying to think. I don't think there would be a So let's actually say this. So there's there's the main con- like the main tablet you saw them use to control this thing um has this big like hefty connection point that they used. Um and so like that would be certainly a full control for this thing. Um but there is there are a couple other um there's like down sort of towards the base of the drill. Um, like you'd almost have to be standing in the crater to do it. Um, there's a, there's a smaller screen that looks like a, maybe a backup control um, for, for, for doing something. If you've lost the, 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 the main controller or maybe it's like an emergency shutoff type thing. Like you're going to have like, it looks like it has like maybe three buttons. It's not a touch screen. It's got like three buttons. And one of those like, uh, four four arrow shaped buttons for maneuvering like the oldest possible menu you could possibly imagine, and there's like one screen that has like enough room for two lines of text, and that's that's about all you've got, and like one dial or something. Gosh, I wish I had frequency or Sokotoa, because now all I want to do is try to ride this thing. <laughs> but yeah, the last time I was in a spaceship. It didn't go well for everyone. <laughs> You've been in a that well. That's cool. Sounds stressful though. <laughs> yeah, this very, very smart but crazy lady took it over. There's something having to do with blood, and one of my friends from another dimension. Well, I mean, arrows seem to mean the same thing in every dimension, right? So she's just gonna like navigate through and just start flipping switches why not <laughs> i'm i'm gonna watch your back while this is happening um just in case an explosion happens or something like i have magic that can hold that kind of thing back so uh you go ahead i'll just watch <laughs> um alina i would like you to roll to unleash your powers to try okay. to make this thing do anything four plus freak mm-hmm it ain't it ain't it chief <laughs> all right six uh, so i have um a burn uh boost oh so i could use um the flare boost so i can use spend one burn to supercharge a teammate's efforts with your powers giving them a plus one bonus to their role as if you had spent team from the pool okay that would bump it up to a seven. So yeah, you you maneuver through these menus and you find like there's one that says voice controls and you pick one of the other three buttons kind of at random um, and push the button um, and uh, the the screen kind of lights up a little bit and you hear this voice say, it looks like you're trying to activate voice controls. Can we help you? Oh, hey, yes, OnStar. I need <laughs> to get back to my place. It's through a lake of silver stuff. Are you trying to move the drill? Sure, for starters. Without the, t- without the control tablet, movement controls will be limited. Which direction would you like the drill to move in? I'm going to l- <laughs> look at Mystic and say, 
Are we standing underneath the drill in this moment? Is that where you said the? You're. I think you're standing next to it. You're not underneath okay, it. Like okay. you couldn't. It's not tall enough for you to be fully underneath it. Um, mm-hmm. It's maybe okay. like a couple feet taller than you. So when you're down in the in the in the crater, um, which is maybe five feet across, you're a little bit lower than it, but you're still like standing next to it. Okay. 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 Is there like forward where you're made where you've been moving made? forward? Um, and it's and it's going to like slowly it, it so there's like um god there's a way that that like when you when you watch a four-legged animal walk it always like they lift like opposite legs so they always have like the right number of legs on the ground and they're not and this thing does not move like that it doesn't move like with two legs lined up it's moving with like the, the two, it's moving like a cross straight and so it kind of every time it lifts a leg it hurdles in one direction okay. and then it lifts another leg and then it, it, it slides in the direction and only just barely is able to do that in this like weird tilting wobbling gait um, as it moves um, I think probably off in a perpendicular direction to where the pipes were moving and it's not going very fast okay hey I got it to do a thing should we just <laughs> follow it for like I'm doing quotations forward <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I uh, drill pump, please stop. <laughs> Stopping forward motion. And then it kind of like puts its last leg down and wobbles a little bit and then stops. I this mean, this is not a valid drill location. Okay. We're not going to drill. All right. We don't have to drill if you don't want to. We're okay. <laughs> um, so we know that console works at least. So that's good. And now that I've bonded with it, <laughs> it knows my scent. <laughs> yeah, you seem really comfortable with robots. I I have a few at home. They're rescues. And a voice behind you says, a little too comfortable with my drill, I think. And if you turn around, there is a um, a sort of average to tall height masculine shape person who is wearing like a just a vest with nothing underneath of it and some like like calf length um uh shorts that are kind of like baggy and have um a lot of like car- like like like, like lengthy cargo shorts basically um, jinko jean shorts yeah yeah and um <laughs> and their 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 skin is is black but it's not like um skin black it's like black like dark as night like literally it has stars inside their skin that's moving around um and and so they almost like it's almost as you look back it almost is hard to see them because um because he's almost absorbing camouflaged into the well but he's almost like like past behind him is the dark night sky with stars and he's almost literally the same color as that and so you only see the vest and the shorts and because he sort of stepped close enough to you um that you can end that the the, like sort of like whatever star whatever's casting light around here um is is enough that you're able to see the the form um and he is kind of very very muscular and he's going to step towards you and pull this like it's he has this it's it's a long tube um that kind of looks like a almost looks like a rocket launcher but instead of having a rocket inside of it it has this like big spear point out out of the front and he kind of like puts it down on the ground in front of him like it's a staff and leans on it kind of very casually and we get a little editor's note um that identifies him for the, the readers as uh dorado the striker and he's going to say I would appreciate if you would step away from my drill. Uh, I'm looking at whether Alina is moving. <laughs> I have been reading the files. Can I use that? Sure. Sure. Eight. So it's it's a ten. And then on a hit, tell the team one important detail you've learned from my studies. So yeah, so you've rolled a ten. So you will... Uh, tell us one thing that's important that you've learned from your studies about Dorado the Striker, and then I will tell you what, if anything, seems different from what you remember. And because you had a 10+, plus, then you can also ask me one follow-up question. Okay. I, I'm going to uh, inch closer to Mystic and say, okay, so this is Dorado. 
He is a, a, well, it's like an, do you have oil tycoons from your dimension? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's like that, but with like anything, any substance that could like literally destroy the world. Okay, so our oh. gut instinct about the drill was right. Yes. Evil capitalist. Yes. <laughs> um, I think he's mainly greed motivated. So maybe if we back off and apologize, he won't obliterate us. Okay. So I will tell you that the um so the files that you had on Dorado. Here's Uh-oh. what's different. Um the files that you had on Dorado were on Dorado the the um uh yeah, he's like a he's a he's a finder of of like oils and precious goods and stuff like that. Um mm-hmm. but he was definitely a very um um he was a like he had a knack for finding things. Like that was his that mm-hmm. was his superpower. Um and because so the asset probably had a file like one couple one small file on him uh doesn't come around earth very frequently but he was someone who um was useful to find things if you needed to lost things you could you could pay him and he was definitely like a like a, a but he was a business suit capitalistic type of 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 space person um and this dorado does not look like a businessman this looks like this person looks more like a hunter. This person looks like maybe the thing that they're good at in this world is finding like big game animals or something. Like that's the the, the sense you're getting. Okay. So I'm getting the feeling that maybe the Dorado I know might be a little bit more refined than this gentleman. Uh, what is the question I want to ask you? Okay. What is he scared of? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question. What is he scared of? He's scared that one day he'll find something that, like, that he's he's scared that he'll get in over his head. That he'll find he'll find something to hunt that he can't beat. Okay. All right. So, all right. Uh, Alina's just gonna size him up, and she's she's seen these guys before. She's come across them every once in a while in her kitchen. Um, <laughs> you know, he could do you you work with the people you have you know when you're from uh, the world that her mentor is in i'm going to say i'm sorry dorado correct oh you've heard of me well i mean who hasn't and i'm nodding as if i had heard of him before <laughs> he's going to say i try to keep to the shadows but obviously tales of my adventures reach far and wide in the universe. Well, yes. Uh, we have a vested interest in uh, your business. Uh, my name is Nancy St. Stacy. Uh, this is my sister Daisy. Daisy St. Stacy. <laughs> I give a little wave. <laughs> um, and he is going to kind of take a step closer to you and then replant and lean against this this rocket launchery type thing um, and kind of leaning over it and smiling this wicked smile say are you here to join us for the hunt you turn to the last page of the comic and find a page of letters to the editor do you have questions or comments send your letters in written or short audio format to letters at protean.city We'll publish your letters with every issue and a response from our editors. Hello! In a recent issue, Alina was able to summon, with the help of Fracture, different versions of herself that were each just a little bit different. Are you perhaps implying that there's an infinite multiverse out there, possibly with different goofy versions of our heroes? And is it possible that there are other heroes out there in the multiverse? And if so... What are the chances of them ever showing up in Protean City? Sincerely, Quentin Hero, Rancho Paseo, California. We know from our brief interaction with Fracture that the Protean City writers are interested in exploring alternate universes within our stories. If they have a grander plan for these watchers, they sure are taking their time, though. I'd be careful asking too many questions. The writers have been known to nab names from letter writers to use in the comics. And you never know, you might find an alternate universe version of yourself showing up in a comic someday. Protean City Comics is a production of the Stop, Hack, and Roll podcast network. 
It is produced and edited by James Malloy. This issue was emceed by James Malloy, who can be found on Twitter at and the Meltdowns. Arcana is played by Jess Benini, who can be found on Twitter at Herlock Holmes One. Quint is played by Eric. He can be found on Twitter at PrimeFactorX01. And as a silky smooth fay on the Shadows of St. Floor podcast. Mystic is played by Siobhan, who can be found at Spellbound Mage on Twitter. Cat is played by Allison Catherine, who can be found on the Otherware and St. Fleur Discords. She also voices Jeremiah Crawford on the Shadows of St. Fleur podcast. They can all be found on Otherware, a masks podcast about superpowered teens traveling through the multiverse, being heroes, and trying to find a place to fit in. The introduction is voiced by Peter DiGilio. All music was composed by Jim Malloy. Masks, A New Generation is a game by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games. This podcast is created thanks to the financial support of backers at patreon.com slash stop, hack, and roll. Join us on our Discord at discord.stophackandroll.com. Follow us on Twitter at Protean City and on Instagram at Protean City Comics. Subscribe to Protean City Comics on iTunes or anywhere podcasts are found. Join us next Wednesday to find out what thrilling adventures lie ahead.